Here's our message for direction and stability and comfort. Isaiah 45 verse 22 says, Look unto me, and be ye saved, all the ends of the earth, for I am God, and there is none else. Our message this morning is one word, look. Look. That's what I need to do. This message is for me. This message is for us. I need to look. We sing that song that says, look and live. And then what I need to do is spend the rest of my life looking. I need to live looking. That's what I need so badly. What is it to look unto him? Our Lord said, look unto me. What does that mean? First, it means we are to look backwards. We need to look backwards. Here we sit. We need to look back to the cross. We need to look back to the cross. That's what we need. We think we know what we need. And really what we need is to, right off the bat, we need to look backward. There's a Savior who hung on that cross. There's a life in that look. There's a wellspring of joy in that look. As soon as I get overwhelmed right here, all I have to do is look. A Savior hung on that cross and He gave up His life so I could have it. So we could have it. As Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, even so, our Lord Jesus Christ was lifted up. Look unto me, he says. Look unto me. Look at what I've done. Look to the Lamb of God. I, th I think about that song. The song is actually called Tell It to Jesus, but it has that line in it. Are you weary? I thought about Jim calling and scheduling people. And then Jeff took over calling and scheduling people. And now Cheryl has taken over calling and scheduling people. The song says, are you weary? Are you heavy hearted? Look to the Lamb of God. To be in this position is a great blessing. The flip side is, we all could be sitting at the megachurch, not really caring who's up there, not really worried about anything. The Lord has blessed us. He has blessed us. Let us run with patience 
the race that is set before us, looking the whole time unto Jesus Christ. This race is not easy. It's not easy, is it? It's not easy for any of us. He's the author and the finisher of our faith. He said it's all finished. Everything that you need is finished. Now all he says is, look, let me show you. I finished it all. There's nothing for us to do but look. Let's look backward to him and see our righteousness. See the state we're in now because of what he did on that cross. See our acceptance, our atonement, our cleansing. It's all in him. He says, look unto me. He has not left us to ourselves. He hadn't left us to ourselves. We're not left out here. We're not left anywhere. We There's only one church. God only has one church. I realize you sit on this piece of grass and I sit on that piece of grass. But there is one body. There is one faith. We all have one Lord. One body. We're all in it together. Together. If he saved us, if he's chosen us, if he's called us, what is it to look to him? First, it's to look backward. And second, it's to look down. It's to look down. There's times when we are reminded to look down. Turn with me to Psalm chapter 40. Psalm chapter 40. Look at verse 11 with me. David says, Withhold not thou thy tender mercies from me, O Lord. Let thy loving kindness and thy truth continually preserve me. For innumerable evils have compassed me about. Mine iniquities have taken hold upon me so that I'm not able to look up. I just can't look up. They're more than the hairs of mine head. Therefore, my heart fails me. I just can't look up. Before a sinner can look up, he must look down in humility. He must look down. It's the mercy of God to all of us. That publican would not so much as lift his eyes unto heaven. He stood back in the back and he just looked down. If the Lord is going to allow me to look up, I must, with humility... Take my place as a sinner. I'm unworthy. I'm unworthy. I must acknowledge what I am in shame. 
I'm a sinner. I must look backward to the cross and see that every bit of that was because of me. It was my fault. Every bit of that was because of me. I must get to a place where I don't see any good thing in myself. No good thing. When I look within, the song says, all is dark and vain and wild. That's a Gatsby's hymn. All is dark and vain and wild. Oh, wretched man that I am, who shall deliver me from this body of death? If we can ever get to that place, that is when the Lord will send His Spirit and say to our hearts, now you need to look up. Look up. Pick your head up. Look up. Look unto me and be ye saved. David said, I will lift up mine eyes unto the hills from whence cometh my help. There's help for me. I need to look up. Isaiah 45, our text, verse 22 says, Look unto me and be ye saved all the ends of the earth for I am God and there is none else. He says, look unto me because I am God. Look unto me because I am Jehovah. Look unto me. I am God. Our God, Jehovah, has seven names that he gave to us describing him. Seven names. And I just want us to look at three of them. Just three of them. The first one is in Genesis 22. This is why we look up. Genesis chapter 22. Genesis 22, look at verse 13. Abraham lifted up his eyes and looked. And behold, behind him a ram was caught in the thicket by his horns. And Abraham went and took the ram and offered him up for a burnt offering in the stead of his son. And Abraham called the name of that place Jehovah-Jireh. That means the Lord will provide. If you have a margin in your Bible, that's what it says. The Lord will provide. This is why we look up. This is why we pick our heads up. It does not say the Lord can provide. It says the Lord will provide. He's going to. He's going to. It's never on our time, and it's never on our terms. Our ways are not His ways. 
Our thoughts are not His thoughts, but the Lord will provide. He's going to. The second name that describes our God is in Exodus chapter 17. Turn with me to Exodus 17. Exodus 17 and look at verse 8. It says, Then came Amalek and fought with Israel in Rephidim. And Moses said unto Joshua, Choose us out men and go out, fight with Amalek. Tomorrow I will stand on the top of the hill with the rod of God in mine hand. So Joshua did as Moses had said to him and fought with Amalek. And Moses, Aaron, and Hur went up to the top of the hill. And it came to pass when Moses held up his hand that Israel prevailed. And when he let down his hand, Amalek prevailed. But Moses' hands were heavy, and they took a stone and put it under him, and he sat thereon. And Aaron and Hur stayed up his hands, the one on the one side and the other on the other side, and his hands were steady until the going down of the sun. And Joshua discomfited Amalek and his people with the edge of the sword. And the Lord said unto Moses, Write this for a memorial in a book, and rehearse it in the ears of Joshua, for I will utterly put out the remembrance of Amalek from under heaven." And Moses built an an altar and called the name of it Jehovah Nissi. For he said, Because the Lord hath sworn that the Lord will have war with Amalek from generation to generation. The Lord will have war from generation to generation. Jehovah Nisi means the Lord is my banner. That means the battle is the Lord's. There's nothing for you to figure out. Nothing for you to decide. Nothing for you to do. But look, the battle is the Lord's. The Lord will provide and the battle is the Lord's the third reason to look up is in Judges 6 go with me to Judges chapter 6 now this is the story of Gideon and Gideon at this point is very troubled he's very troubled Judges chapter 6 Look at verse 21. It says, Then the angel of the Lord put forth the end of the staff that was in his hand and touched the flesh and the leaven cakes. And there rose up fire out of the rock and consumed the flesh and the unleavened cakes. Then the angel of the Lord departed out of his sight 
And when Gideon perceived that he was an angel of the Lord, Gideon said, Alas, O Lord God, for because I have seen an angel of the Lord face to face. And the Lord said unto him, Peace be unto thee. Fear not, thou shalt not die. Then Gideon built an altar there unto the Lord and called it Jehovah Shalom. That means the Lord will send peace. He will. He will send peace. The Lord will provide. It's His name. It's His name. He said, I'm going to do this for my name's sake. I will do this. The Lord will provide. The battle is the Lord's. And the Lord will send peace. Peace. Total peace. So our Lord says in our text, back in Isaiah 45, Look unto me, and be ye saved, all the ends of the earth. For I am God, and there is none else. Lord, help us. Help us. I, I, I just told you, I'm, I'm right there with you. I'm right there with you. I have been seeking the Lord's will right there with you. Help us. Lord, help us. Help us. First of all, to worship this morning. I drove over here thinking, Lord, if, if you don't help us, we can't worship. Help us, Lord. Help us to do that. Help us to run this race with patience. Help us to have patience. Help us to do it looking unto Him because it's peace. It's life. It's rest. It's hope. Lord, help us to do that. Reveal Yourself to us. We need direction. We're going to need it for the rest of our lives. We need direction. Lord, what would you have me to do? I don't care what I want. I don't care what I want. What would you have me to do? I am thine, O Lord. I've heard thy voice. It told thy love to me. What would you have me to do? I wait on thee. My dad has told me ever since I've been old enough to hear this. I've heard this 1,297 times. If you don't know what to do, don't do anything. If you don't know what to do, don't do anything. I think that's such good advice. Lord, until you make it clear, clear what you would have me to do, I'll just sit here and wait on you. I'll just look to you. That's our direction. What are you going to do? Wait on the Lord. That's what we're going to do. I have some direction. We're going to sit and wait on the Lord. It's the best path. We need stability. 
I need stability. My family needs stability. Our lives have, the Lord is, we've been in his hand. We all are in his hand. But the Lord has, the Lord sold my house back in March. And uh, I was going to rent a place because I, I was going to look for a foreclosure. That was what I thought I wanted to do. I'm going to go find me a cheap house. I'm going to get a foreclosure. So I was going to go rent a place. And um, the Lord laid it on um, blessed family's heart of believers who live in England to on a whim buy a house in Rocky Mount, Virginia. Right after they were like, I wonder why we did that. That's what they actually said. I love them so much. And they said, we, we bought this house and we live in England. Uh, don't go rent, just move into our house. I've been living in another man's house. It's not right. It doesn't feel good. I need some stability. But the Lord provided that for me because I didn't know the end of the whole outcome. Lord, I don't know the outcome of anything. The Lord might come back today. I don't know the outcome of anything. But I know that you will provide. I'm about to quit my job. The Lord will provide. I'm about to quit my... I have a family of four. We're about to move to a town that we've never lived in. And we only know about 18 people. And I'm going to quit my job. The Lord will provide. I know that you will provide. I know it's all in your hands. And I know that everything you do is good and right. That's all I need. That's all I need to know. And I'm going to, and we're all going to, by God's grace, look to the solid rock for everything. I love that prudential commercial. Prudential, is that how you say the insurance company? They want you to invest for retirement. Put your money where the rock is. I love their logo. I want to rest on the solid rock. We all need some comfort. That's what we need is some comfort. Our hearts can't take too much, can they? Lord, you are my shepherd. You're my shepherd. You're the one that healed me. You're the one that feeds me. You feed all the birds. Am I not better than a bird? You're the one that protects me. I'm about to take my family to a place and I just keep thinking, I don't want to end up in the bad side of town. God will protect me. My shield and defender. He's not going to let anything happen to me. Yea, though I walk 
Through the valley of the shadow of death, I can fear no evil. You're with me. It's a promise. Can't see my nose. I need no one else and no thing else but you. I don't need anybody else but you. If I have you, I have it all. I have it all. I have everything. My little girls have learned a song, and I love it. It's all I need. All I need. Christ is all I need. Doris taught it to them. They used to sing it, I guess, in Bible school or something like that. They go around singing, and I thought, man, I like that song. All I need. All I need. Christ is all I need. That comforts me. I pray the Lord will bless his word.